0: Well, good evening. Great to be together again for this, the uh, last of our Vision and Values sessions. Uh, my name is uh, Steve Young, and together with my wife Laurie and Andrew, uh, we'll be responsible for leading the venue here and uh, looking forward to all that God has in store for us. So we've been going through Vision and Values, we've taken a journey from uh, the start of the year and it's been amazing as we've gone along how a real sense of God drawing us together as a congregation, God adding new people to us, God preparing us for all that lies ahead. And we're so excited about uh, all that we will achieve together for God here in Bexhill. Just to quickly recap on vision and values and the sort of topics that we've already been through back at the start of the year Paul uh, kicked off for us talking about one church and four venues and the consistent values that we will hold as King's Church across those four venues. What it means is that uh, as we uh, explain our vision and values today we're not talking about new vision and values that we will be uh, putting in place here in Bexhill but actually the vision and values that we king's church hold and we hold those across all of our venues and uh, it's great i think i feel great security as we go forward in developing this venue that actually we are building with the support with the resources of king's church as a whole and that's going to help us we're going to means we will be uh, have one set of a preaching team uh, going across the different venues. We'll have one set of accounts, one set of trustees. We're going to strength as we work together and yet at the same time we will be able to uh, tailor the venue and the way uh, we do things to suit um, the people of Bexhill, to make it attractive for people from Bexhill to come and be part of what we're doing. So that was our first session. After that Andrew uh, talked about our identity in Christ, how as we come to know Christ, as we uh, give him our commitment, so actually it changes everything. We become sons and daughters of our Father in heaven, given a new future, given a a new destiny, called for purpose in him. It changes everything as we uh, get uh, accept our new identity in Christ and we need to live in the goodness and the strength of that. So session I talked about what it was to be filled with the Spirit, to know the Spirit's uh, presence in our lives, his walking with us, his um, whisper in our ear, his tender touch. And for us as a venue, we want to be very conscious of the Spirit's activity amongst us. If the Spirit's not leading, we're not wanting to go that way. We want you to listen and to hear his voice and to allow that to direct us for everything that we do, every step we take. Paul then came back to talk to us about caring for the poor, a key strand of our, our mission at King's Church and We live in an area uh, where there is a great deal of poverty, a great deal of hardship. And the Bible talks a lot about actually responding with practical faith, faith that results in action, that demonstrates uh, love for people by practical means. And we want to be those who actually reach out to our communities, to the hurting, to the lonely, and to touch them in ways that... uh, at the moment, society is not doing. The next session I talked about our identity as a church, what it means for us to be church together, drawing on some of the pictures the the Bible gives us, particularly those pictures of a body with the different parts all playing their role, or the family, brothers and sisters together. We have one father and we're one family together and what that means to care for each other and then in our last session alid talked to us about worship brilliant session i thought helping us to to see that worship is not something that we do only when we come together like this and and sing but actually we need to have lives that are worship to our lord and our savior Lives that are offered to him are spiritual sacrifices of worship. Worship needs to be characteristic of all aspects of our life. So today for our final vision and value session, I want to talk about partnering with God on mission. I wanted to come to that missions theme at the end of uh, these talks because fundamentally I believe that what we're doing here in Bexhill is actually about reaching out to those who don't know Jesus yet. There's not enough worship going up to our God from Bexhill. We need to see more people coming to know our God and responding with the worship of their lives. And it's a fundamental part of our a calling as a new venue, as a congregation here, that actually we see men and women finding Jesus, finding their Saviour for themselves. And I've expressed it as partnering with God, and I'm so glad that the success of the venue here will not be dependent on uh, how well I do, how hard we all work, but actually it's God who builds his church. And I was reminded uh, Peter, just after he'd acknowledged Jesus as the Christ, the Son of God, Jesus said to him, I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. Peter was going to do some great things in his life, taking the gospel out to the Gentiles. But Jesus said, you do your thing, you play your part, but I'm the one who'll be my church. I'm so glad that for us here in Bexhill, as we do our part, as we give ourselves uh, to this venture, and we will work hard, we will give ourselves completely, but actually success success comes as God builds his church here in Bexhill. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, chapter 3, Talks about the way this works. Paul says, "I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God, who gives the growth." It does go on to say, "Be careful how you build, and yes, we have to responsibility. Our responsibility is build carefully, to listen to the Spirit's voice, to follow Him." but at the core we do our efforts we do as well as we can but it's God who gives the increase in that sense it takes the the pressure off doesn't it I'll be very disappointed and I'm sure you will be too if in five or six years we haven't grown substantially that it's just this small group of us sitting in the room here but ultimately that's down to God we would do what we can, we will take the responsibilities that God's given to us. But God gives the increase. As I've explained, um, talking about Paul's uh, first talk to us as we build here, we'll do it in accordance with the overall vision and values we hold together as one church serving this area. Within the overall mission of King's Church, which is to grow a healthy church bring the kingdom to Hastings we'd add in Hill, and 1066 country and within that mission there are three key elements of our vision which are firstly to make disciples secondly to care for the poor and thirdly to go on mission but in the context of mission of course all of these elements are really very closely linked So just let's remind ourselves again of just the the key elements. Firstly, of making disciples. Paul to the Colossians in chapter one and verse 28, brought warnings and teachings with the overall objective that we may present everyone mature in Christ. One of our objectives together is that we all move on to maturity in Christ. Hebrews chapter five says they ought to have become teachers, but actually there were a group of people who still needed teaching the basic principles. Hebrews six says leaving elementary doctrine and going on to maturity. And as a venue here, as a church here, we want to be a place where we as disciples are encouraged and led to go on to maturity in our own spiritual walk. And it's because of this understanding, because what we believe it is to be a disciple and to grow in that. That gives us some of the practices that we follow. It's why we place such a high value on preaching the word on a Sunday morning. There can be many views of what the Sunday mornings are all about. And of course we don't want them to be unwelcoming to visitors. But primarily they're about building up the saints and giving worship to our God. It's also why the small groups, the connect groups, are so important. That's where fellowship happens, where we get to encourage one another, walk alongside each other, strengthening each other as we live out life together. In my role with pastoral Responsibilities across the church, it's been amazing to see how as we've encouraged people into small groups, as we've uh, encouraged them to take an active part there. So actually we've seen people supporting one another, drawing strength from one another. And the overall pastoral load across the church has diminished considerably. And thirdly, if we're gonna make disciples, it's why we believe that leadership and the role of leaders is important. shepherding role that leaders carry is described in Acts 20 and also 1 Peter 5. Also use the word overseeing. We don't want our leadership in the church to be a heavy thing. But I know that for for those of us who are part of the leadership team, we do take our responsibilities very seriously to help each one of You, each one of us, to get to that point of maturity in Christ. It's a heavy responsibility. So making disciples is a key part of what we do as a church. And of course if individually we are each doing well in our walk with God, if we're each finding that place of maturity, experiencing God close to us every day, exercising faith and seeing him move in their lives, then actually that's what the Bible describes as shining like lights in this dark world. We'll be displaying the amazing truth of salvation. That God takes ordinary, inadequate, messed up people like you and I and uses them for his glory, display of his grace. How is it that you aren't falling apart with all these things that are are happening in your lives? Well, actually the only reason is because I have a faith in a God who's for me. And that faith changes everything, as I put it into practice. So discipleship and making disciples is a key part of our mission. And also one of the means by which we declare the glory of God, we declare the wisdom of God in this dark world. And that's something that people see. That's something that causes them to ask questions and to want to find out more. So then the second element of our mission The way we're working that out through our vision is through caring for the poor. As a church we've just finished our James series and so many of us are very familiar with God's heart for the poor. And that the charge for us is to have a similar heart in the outworking of our faith. That series was called Religion. That God accepts and James tells us that that religion is to visit orphans and widows in their affliction, to actively demonstrate the love of God to the needy and the disadvantaged in their communities, to work out our faith through acts of kindness and mercy where we are. I love it that some of the social projects we work engaged with like the food bank only happen because so many of us give our time and energy to it. As we put our faith into action, so the disadvantaged in the community are fed and church helped. As one church we're already involved in a variety of social action areas, so we know we're working in baby basics, anti-human trafficking programs, transforming lives for good in school mentoring and also with the Syrian refugee program. So for us in Bexhill we already have a a foot in those different areas but also we'll want to think about what God is calling us specifically to do here in Bexhill. We know there are many things that we could do. The food bank I know has Challenges that are ongoing in meeting the demands that are placed upon it. Christians Against Poverty has been affected by some of the recent changes in some of the churches. We need God's wisdom. We need to find his direction for us. The areas that we need to give our time and energy to. And of course, caring for the poor is very often mission too. We were involved in the early stages of Friends International. And I very remember very well as we worked with asylum seekers, refugees, and other migrants, the question was often, why are you doing this? Why are you showing this concern for us? Why are you giving up your time? Which was, of course, a great opportunity and a great basis for sharing our faith and the motivation that we had to show them the love of our God for all people. As we demonstrate the love of God, as we show unconditional care and concern, it's attractive. It points to Jesus. And care for the poor is a great missional opportunity for us. And then finally there is the direct activity that we'll be involved in in going on mission together. There are many activities that we will engage in that are directly missional. Speaking out our faith. Hunting out those divine appointments. We do want to get out onto the streets. We do want to talk to people to pray for them. We want to find the opportunities to invite them to events that we're putting on like Christmas, like Easter, to the Alpha that we will be running. I'm very conscious of verses like Romans 10, 14. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. I want to have beautiful feet here in Bexhill. I want to be part of the gospel coming into households, to families. Who don't know anything about Jesus. I want to be part of them, finding him as their saviour for themselves. So about Jesus in Matthew 9 it says, when he saw the crowds he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful but the labourers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out labourers into his harvest. He had compassion because they were harassed and helpless. Does that describe your neighbours? I'm not sure I know my neighbours well enough to know if that's a good description. But there are many people I know without Jesus are harassed, without helpless facing issues that are outside human control if you don't know God where do you turn in that time the harvest is plentiful we need to be those labourers that are sent out into the harvest Now I know that for some of us that comes more naturally than others a mission is something for us all to be engaged with. Statistics would show that the most effective mission strategies are when you and I witness to the people we know and the friends we're close with. When we invite our close friends to come to Alpha, the people who are our neighbors, who know us, they're the most likely ones to say yes. And of course, there will be many people who are already Christians who feel led to come and join us here in Bexhill. As many of you have done or are considering. And we're so thrilled. We're so thrilled that each person who says, Yeah, no, I want to actually put my shoulder to this wheel. I want to be part of what you're doing to make Kings Bexhill my spiritual home. been lovely to hear the stories of people who've done that, the testimonies of how God has led them his faithfulness in their lives and I pray that as we go forward together we will work out this mission we will disciple one another we'll see each other develop in our faith I pray that we will together be involved in demonstrating the love of God to the poor, to the disadvantaged in our communities through the activities we engage in. But I pray also that we will stir each other up to be on mission together, to reach out into the communities and parts of Bechtel which are currently not touched by the Gospel. Into families where there's no knowledge of the love that Jesus has for them, where children are growing up not knowing Jesus' name. Taking the gospel to lonely old people who will otherwise die without coming to know a saviour who wants to give them an eternal future with Him, who wants to draw them close. Jesus said, the harvest is plentiful but the labourers are few, therefore pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out labourers into his harvest. We want to be those labourers who go out for the harvest. God wants more worshippers in Bexhill and a key part of what we would do together as a venue is to seek to see the lives of men and women in Bexhill, changed by the gospel. I absolutely believe it's a fundamental part of why we're here. Whether it's through street work, parents and toddlers, alpha in the pub, work with the elderly. We want to see Jesus made famous in Bexhill. And as with the other areas we've talked about, we need God's wisdom. Help us channel our energies most effectively. There's so much to do. But together we need to assess the gifts we have, the talents and passions that we carry, and the areas to which God is calling us on his mission, to build his church. Here in Bexhill. As we started, we'll want, we'll, we will plant, we will water, but it's God who gives the increase. Please Lord, won't you build your church here in Bexhill? So now just in the closing few minutes of our time together, I'd just like us to pray for the venue here in Bexhill I'd like us to pray that we will see early salvations that if something new happens people will be attracted to see the saviour that we follow to hear more about the Jesus who's changed our lives and that we will see early salvations amongst us as we seek to reach out into Bex Hill, I was thinking about some of the characteristics of this area. The people who live here. Maybe there's loneliness. Maybe there's hopelessness. Maybe there's despair. Jesus is the answer. Maybe there's worry for the future, perhaps sickness or... Bereavement. Jesus is the one who brings comfort. Maybe it's joblessness, maybe it's poverty, maybe it's families falling apart. It's our God who wants to draw alongside people in those circumstances to bring strength, to bring hope, to bring a future. and for us as King's Church in Bexhill. We want to be part of the answer of seeing God's kingdom coming into needy lives. Amen. And thank you so much for being with us. This concludes our Vision and Values sessions together as we go forward into next term. We'll be counting down to our launch in January and that's really the theme that I'd like us to follow, just preparing our hearts, understanding more of the practicalities of what it's going to mean to be a venue together here in Bexhill. I'm excited for the future and I trust that you are too and that we will journey together into all that God has for us. Thank you.